0: it is there it is what's up everybody welcome back man this is episode 20.5 of Death Cakes man I still find it hard to believe we're over 20 episodes as long as we've been going you know ah but yeah 20.5 I'm Illy, as you know and I'm here to uh well back on episode 20 we talked about our team years we talked about uh you know, just growing up in those times in the 90s. One thing that kept coming up, actually more than... I really didn't plan to talk about it so much, but one thing that kept coming up was wrestling. Because, well, wrestling was important to me as a kid. I mean, all throughout my childhood, I watched it. WWF um, picked up WCW in, like, maybe 1990 and 91. And really, really right there, 1991 is when I really, really got into wrestling. And just... Uh, yeah, I was tuning in every week. Never never saw too many pay-per-views. Um, they had them at the video store. We had rent old ones. But uh, yeah, I didn't really see too many pay-per-views. Uh, very rarely. I think my first one... Ah, Man, you know what? It was the, f- the first one was when uh, Ultimate Warrior dropped the title. Or excuse me. Hulk Hogan. He dropped the titles in the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, past the uh, Torch the Ultimate Warrior. Man, crazy. But, um... Yeah, so I just got to thinking I actually had planned to do an episode like this for a while But after all that, it just seems a proper uh, segue We'll go right into this I want to talk about wrestling music In particular, the entrance themes uh, And uh, I think we're going to stick mostly to uh, the late 80s, early 90s stuff Just because, I mean, there were some good ones There some good ones after that, you know, the late 90s um, But I think the more it started to sound like licensed music not that there was licensed but it started to take on more of a you know more of a standard issue type of feel and you know not that there were some great ones but I want to stick to the stuff back then that just really like it feels like it doesn't fit anywhere besides at a wrestling event you know what I mean I am gonna also stick to WWF just because uh, again there were a few good WCW themes but uh, for the most part it's just not that memorable to me not really you know, so, uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna stick with uh, the WWF stuff. And, uh, yeah, the beat you're hearing in the, in the background right now, that one, <laughs> you don't know what that is, get familiar. You should know what that is. If you really love wrestling, you ought to know what that is. If you grew up in the 80s, you ought to know what that is. If you watch cartoons like me and Jay did, you should know what that is. But, alright, let's get to it. So, as an honorable mention, I want to start this off with uh, the Rocket Owen Hart. Yeah, you guys uh, you remember he was called the Rocket back when his whole, back when his whole arsenal, his whole repertoire was pretty much just aerial moves. You yeah. <laughs> remember those days? But uh, yeah, let's pour it out for the man. 15 years ago, almost to the date, that's when he uh, had the tragic botched cable and harness incident at that uh, that pay per view in Kansas City. I don't. I don't remember the name I don't remember what the name of the event was But yeah, that was definitely uh, In Kansas City And the very next night on Raw A little personal fact um, You know, the Raw where they paid tribute to him and They told the bell and everything for Owen That was right here in St. Louis But that was also the night of my high school graduation If you believe that Pretty, uh, pretty crazy, sad fact But uh, enough about that, man The music It's, uh, it's very early 90s kind of 80s you know with your, with your with your synths got a little bit of that seinfeld slap bass in there <laughs> yeah it's just um no oh, if i'm not mistaken i think this was the i want to say they used this theme song for high energy which is the tag team of uh, owen hart and coco beware they start off just using coco's that goofy bird song of his but then they switched to this and then after they split the team up owen kept the song for himself so uh and uh yeah he used it for quite a long time i want to say with like 97 and 98 so so yeah really long uh long lifespan for a song like this It's very kind of very very dated but uh yeah i like that one so that was that right here at honorable mention now let's get into the uh the real top five Oh yeah. Ultimate warrior, yeah, you know that's all you know what that is. Anyone who grew up watching WWF know what's up. When this beat drops, you feel like you wanna go out there and just take off like a bat out of hell and hit the ring. You know what I mean? You wanna go bounce around and shake the ring ropes and just go buck wild right there in the center of the ring. You wanna go haul off and whoop somebody's ass. You know, this is just man, ah, I love it. I mean I mean, if this doesn't get you amped up, I mean, I don't know what does. This is a great theme song. A lot of high energy, no pun intended, for uh, the one hard song I just had. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. You all know what happened with Ultimate Warrior. Totally ironic. Totally bad timing. Really sad to see. Poor little laugh for him, too. But, uh, yeah, you know, this song comes on, you just think about him just busting the ass down in the ring and just... You know, two minutes later the match is over and the song's playing again. He's doing the same thing. You know, that's uh, that's just how it went. So, uh, yeah, right there, number five. number four. Yeah, so we're going from amped up and buck wild war, Ultimate Warrior music to something really laid back and cool. Yeah, I've got the bad guy at number four. I first knew this man back in 90 or 91, like I said, when I first started watching WCW and he was known as the Diamond Stud which was a protege of a young Diamond Dallas Page. Well, not that young, but you get it, earliest stages of Page's career. But enough about that uh, he would later come back to wcw and jumpstart the nwo under his real name of scott hall but uh at this moment in the wwf this stage of his career he was razor ramon yep man my family and i love this guy i mean none of us none of us had seen scarface so we didn't really understand the persona he was trying to come across as but he just seemed like this total badass you know um in the vignettes man yeah ah man do you guys do you guys remember that before they, when they used to uh de- before they would debut a wrestler on wwf they would have him maybe three weeks or so leading up to his in-ring debut he would just have these little uh, video segments you know just kind of cutting promos walking around in his so-called element talking about what he's gonna do once he gets there and just establishing the character and so so i mean we were just watching these vignettes and we loved this guy from then before we even had a match, you know, the character was just that cool to us, you know, and he was one of our favorites all along, you know, so, uh yeah, but uh, the, the song, man, you know, he just comes strutting down to the ring, which, as you should to a song like this, you know, strutting down to the ring, you know, he had, his, he had his gold chains and vest on, and then he was chewing a toothpick, and then before the match was started, he flicked the toothpick in the corner of man's face and handed him the chains, like, something happened to the Gold man something happened to you chico <laughs> hey that was bad but hey so was he you know he did a really crappy cuban accent but uh hey all part of the fun and the allure of that uh that old school 90s wrestling so uh there you have it man razor ramon number four I mean, what how else can you describe it what else can you say besides perfection oddly enough that is the name of the song and that ties directly into the uh, superstar to whom it corresponds and that is mr perfect yeah kurt hennig god man i really it's uh really sad just how many uh people on this list are actually no longer with us so let's pour some out one more time for uh Kurt Hennig, better known to most as uh, Mr. Perfect. Yeah, I remember. We knew him as that that Intercontinental Champion. Uh, I remember when that match where he lost it to Bret Hart, and Bret Hart began his ascent, really to be one of the greatest of all time. But um, I mean before that, he was just I mean arrogant as all shit. You know, just you're not supposed to like this guy. But again, me and my fam, we loved him. Just he was such a great ring technician. You know, just all the just the skill that he had in those matches you know just even before we really understood all the real mechanics and you know we're we're kids you know the way they're selling the product to us we're supposed to be all into the personalities and the the -the over-the-top craziness of the stuff but i mean we just really love the way this guy fought matter of fact i think that's what we said we're like you know i don't like how he acts but i like how he fights you know so definitely he was one of our favorites um yeah come down to the ring uh with uh bobby heenan you know he come in there with his towel chewing gum he go into the ring and spit the gum in the air smack it out of the air and then proceed to uh, whoop somebody's ass so yeah this song right here just up on mount olympus or something like that you know that's just the that's just the vibe you get from a joint like this you know and just nobody better for this for, for this theme like that besides mr perfect so there it is Come on, you knew it was coming. There is no complete comprehensive. there's no complete wrestling theme music, countdown, best of list, nothing like that. That is. You, you can't do one without having this in there. I mean, you think wrestling, you think Hulk Hogan. And when you think Hulk Hogan, you got this song right here. And yeah, some of you guys are wondering, you know, well wait a minute, we're not done though, this is number two. So I mean, this is usually your number ones, like this is everybody's number one. And uh, yeah, you'd be right, I don't have this in number one. So you probably wondering what number one is. Well, I will tell you shortly, but uh, chill out with me and just uh, take it in a little more. Yeah, iconic. Just nothing I can say about that. We you know what's up. Hulk Hogan. Number two. So, people, we are now at number one. To recap, honorable mention, we had Owen Hart. Number five, we had the Ultimate Warrior. Number four, Razor Ramon. Number three, Mr. Perfect. Number two, Hulk Hogan. Now, you true wrestling heads, you probably done the math and figured out what it is. But uh, everybody else, you left wondering because, like I said, you know, usually people have Real American at number one but i don't my number one is this one right here <laughs> everybody's got a price everybody's gonna pay there's the million dollar man The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. I mean, first of all, the the composition is great. I mean, just listen to how that rocks. I love it. It's 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 perfect. You know, you got him talking about everybody has a price and talking his shit over it, just like he would. I mean, that was Ted DiBiase right there in a nutshell. But then to cap it all off, you got that laugh. Nobody beats that laugh Not in wrestling Not in anywhere in entertainment That is the best laugh of all time The most evil laugh (laughs) It's awesome And yes, if you're wondering Yes, we did love Ted DiBiase too Um Not so much his early career But we liked him, um I guess, uh Maybe in the early 90s We teamed with uh, Michael Rotondo Or Michael Rotunda, Depending on uh, what federation he was in But, um in the WWF at this Everybody's point, he switches persona to Erwin R. Scheister. get it? The IRS. Everybody's they the teamed man. together with 4 Money Inc. And the they were an awesome man. tag team. You know, we, hey, what can I say? We liked a lot of the heels. You know, we, we liked all, all those characters, you know. But um, yeah, this song right here, I mean, just fit the character like a glove. It's a badass song. It's a badass laugh. It's just, there it is. That's my number one. So I'll take you guys out of here on this But uh, yeah Be sure to uh, check out Death Kicks episode 20 if you missed that last week We talked a little more about our Upcoming uh, podcast network Which is called No Jibba Jabba And um, we're going to be rolling out i mean the fool Onto it's own feed eventually We've got um, hopefully got another show That's going to join up with us too And we've also got Keepers of the Funk Which is a hip hop show uh, That's hosted by that's Myself, hosted by uh, Ghost, who you guys remember from uh, the Wu Tang episode nine, and uh, got another member, Jay Mills, my other cousin, who's gonna join us eventually. But um, yeah, go back. and That's also on the Death Case feed right now. You don't have to go anywhere else to find it. Just go right to our feed on iTunes. Search Death Case Pod, or Everybody's go to deathcakespod.podomatic.com, We are also on Stitcher. Everybody's you know, just search the Death Case podcast. You'll find all our episodes, and you'll find that premiere episode of Keepers of the Funk. So be sure to check that out and let us know what you think. That'll be on its own feed uh, within a few weeks here too. But um, other than that, you can hit me on Twitter. I am at IlroxD. You can also hit the Deathcakes at DeathcakesPod. We are on Facebook at Podcast. That may be changing. If you go there, it will say No Jibber FM Network. But um, right now, just search DeathcakesPodcast. We're right there. Also on Tumblr, .tumblr deathcakespod.tumblr.com, Instagram, deathcakespod, and I think that's going to do it for us. So uh, until next week, see ya!
1: Is it Ramon? I am somebody important, man. Me? I'm like Adam in the Garden of Eden. I'm the only real man. Everybody they want to be like me. Little kids. They want to grow up and be like me. Bambinos, forget about school. What you learn in a book cannot make you like Razor. You want to be like Razor? You got to do like Razor. You just take whatever you want. You got a problem with me taking whatever I want? No. no problem. And if there's anybody else who don't like me taking whatever I want in the WWF we're going to have a really big problem chief Coffey.